You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Mike Amos! Oh, wow. I have not heard that in over a month. I know, I know. We've, what you been doing? We've uh, taken a break. And when I say we've been taking a break, we've not not been doing something. We have been busy. You've been busy. Your schedule was busy. My schedule was busy. We had uh, uh, Mar Little Theater had a show, and uh, we shut down and and uh, did some improvements over there to the movie theater at uh, twenty two West High Street, Capitol Theater, Mount Gilead, Ohio. And um, was that a paid for announcement? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Marology uh, does not <laughs> endorse the Capitol Theater. No, I'm kidding. We do. Yes, we, we totally do. Endo- endorse it. And folks, uh, I was in there the other night, and it looks just fantastic. It's it's unbelievable what they've done. Um, Probably the first facelift since the 80s. Mm-hmm. I would venture to say. Well, at least since 1983, we found some plaster that was dated with a paintbrush. Somebody actually wrote on there 1227. 1983. So I'm guessing that's when they um, covered it up. The plaster. And it used to be blue, Mike. Blue. Blue, like this dark blue here on this Rutherford. Folks, do you see that? Yes. Can you all see that? Um, It used to be blue in there. And um, yeah, very interesting. So, Mr. Mike, coming up this weekend, we have on the the 7th and 8th of October is the Fall Festival out at Sawyer's Little Orchard, and that is always a good time. I think we're going to head out there this weekend. Um, they it It's pretty cool to go out there. It's at 4226 County Road 29. The address is Galleon, but it is in Mount Gilead. It's up there just down the road um, from the... I always get that one. Is that Amvets? Is that Amvets up there? I think that is. That's Amvets. VFW <clears throat> seventy or sixty one South. Okay. Yeah. So it's the Amvets post up there right. that it's just down the street from. Um, it is going to be a good time. They have it's from eleven a.m. to four p.m. It's Sawyer's Little Orchard. Admission is free. They're going to have fresh apple cider that they're going to make on site. And I did see a couple tanks of uh, apples that uh, Kim Harvey posted that looked like they were going to be uh, squishing those down to make that. There's a pumpkin patch, so you'll be able to find the perfect pumpkin to carve for Halloween or decorate your home. Ooh, this year, I didn't see this before, but it looks like they're going to have a corn maze. It's called uh, Maze Madness. Find your way through towering corn stalks, twists, and turns, and see if you can find your way to the exit. Then there's a kid's corner with face painting, games, and a boun- and bouncy houses. My kids love the bouncy house. So do I. There's uh, music, so groove to the tunes, food, hot dogs, chili, cookies, and other yummy snacks. There's also going to be a fall photo booth. Capture the memories with fall-themed photo ops. Uh, that's always a good time. And uh, they do appreciate donations. Uh, they will have apparel and other items available for purchase. And you can do so ahead of time by clicking on their Facebook page, and we will share that on our um, on our Facebook page. Uh, but it uh, see here raising glory dot com. If you look there, it uh, 
forward slash Sawyer's Little Orchard. And you can find some images there. It looks like it's going to be a good time. My kids love going there. So we'll look forward to taking them there. Fifth annual Fall Family Fun Day is going to be at Groovy Plants Ranch this Saturday starting at 8 a.m. And looks like they're going to have tons of pumpkins out there. Then on Sunday at 11 a.m. is the 47th annual Apple Butter Festival out at, um, they're calling it Hopewood Pines now, formerly known as the Lutheran Memorial Camp. Yes, yes. Well, it's still on the sign to Lutheran Memorial Camp. So. Yeah, but it's. I think they're trying to uh, uh, rebrand, so I want to make sure people realize they did, they did update the sign. Um, and Mike, as you hold that mic, you are throwing my mic around over here. <laughs> so uh, keep your COVID to yourself over there. He does not have COVID, folks. I just made a joke. Um, let's see here. Mount Gilead is having their alumni cheer night this Friday at 7 p.m., and do, 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 do. I saw one other one I really wanted to share this week. Uh, where is that? The Northwest Ohio Railroad. I think I think it's that one. Yes, it's this one. The Northwest Ohio Railroad Preservation uh, Group. It is one of the local folks is Roger Meyer, um, who's on the board here for this railway, and he. It's actually really really cool. They're, they've been going through to restore these, and they now have put together a Halloween Express. Um, it's it's up in Finley, and it is 12505 County Road 99, Finley, Ohio. And I know it's a long ways away, but it does have a local guy here who has been spending a lot of time and trying to raise money and help to uh, refurb some of these old train cars and things. Um, and I wanted to share that because I thought it was a kind of a cool story uh, that he had shared online. And uh, Mike, do you have anything? I do not have anything. That's uh, uh, We'll try to have all the uh, Halloween uh, trick-or-treating things for our next uh, podcast. Um, what what's going on at the? Uh, oh, our, at the history, at, at the history center. center. You know the oh, building. Oh my we're goodness! In? The building we're in. What's yeah, going on? Yeah. Well, there's some things going on on um, October third. Um, we had our first murder mystery and mayhem walk, two uh, Completely different ones than we had last year. I heard it was great. Robin Brucker is heading that up with uh, Stan Sipe giving her uh, a lot of the information. The next one will be on Thursday, October 12th, and you would meet here at the History Center front door. It starts at 7. We're asking that you arrive 15 minutes early, and it's suggested a $5 donation for the Village Walks. And let's see. Oh, here's one coming up on the 28th. Oh, I thought you were looking for me to say something. I'm like, I don't know what On the to 28th, say. you're going to want to come for this one. <laughs> It'll be the Haunted Museum Lobby at the History Center, open during trick-or-treat. So whatever time trick-or-treat is in Mount Gilead, it will be open on the 28th. Um, I will say this. I will be doing some of the frightening. So, um, yeah. So many comments come to mind right now. (laughs) I'm sure there there are. But uh, we'll get more information on that uh, closer to the date. Um, right now, as far as exhibits in the history center, there is the, um, music exhibit, music. What was that? (laughs) I'm sorry. Do you speak English? (laughs) No speech. No. Okay. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) 
the music exhibit featuring over there uh over there was written by a lady in the cardington area and um she sold the rights and it became uh known as a song uh, that was from george m cohen which it was actually from this lady whose name I can't think of right now. So come to the History Center. You can see that and her name. And there are several musical instruments. Um, There was an early form of the flutophone that was invented by a teacher at the Mount Gilead schools as a way to get kids introduced into the uh, musical um, arts. Wow. And we have some of those on display. Again, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was a music teacher here at the Mount Gilead Schools when he uh, developed this um, uh, flutophone-type thing whose name I cannot remember. (laughs) I was not prepared. I'm sorry, folks. Also, there's an exhibit of tools and kitchen gadgets in the uh, main lobby. So uh, keep that in mind. The History Center is open Sunday afternoons from 2 to 4. So uh, get in here. We'll be closing up for the winter in December. That's only a couple months away. Yeah. Uh, Also coming up, Mr. Mike, is the spooktacular Halloween party at Bunker's Mill. That's going to be on Friday, October 13th at 7 p.m. I did not want to miss that for sure. I want to make sure we shared that. Um, And I think the Wine and Arts Festival is coming up too. Or did it already happen? Um, Did we miss that? I I think we missed it. That was a couple weekends ago, I do believe. Oh, geez. See, I've lost all track of time here. Yeah. Um, there are some political events going on. Cardington is having a, um, meet the candidate candidate night Mm -hmm. for Cardington township, um, Cardington schools. And there's one other, the village of Cardington, village of Cardington. Um, so look on the friends of Cardington page. I believe you'll be able to find that information there. And then there's a meet and greet, at uh, 30 South Main Street in Mount Gilead on Sunday, October 15th. And that's the village gathering place where current mayor of Mount Gilead, Donna Carver, current councilman Chris Shearborn, and Mark Phillips will be there for a meet and greet so you can ask them their questions, uh, any questions you have about you know what they're doing, what they're working on, and why you should give them your vote uh, for... Um, for moving, you know, forward, I guess, in the future, since it is almost election time, Mike. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that we're almost back around to election season? It's coming. Like, it seems like it just repeatedly comes around and faster and faster each time. It's it's kind of ridiculous, actually, I think. Um, last thing I wanted to share is your last day to register to vote is October 10th and you can register to vote at the board of elections office from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. is what it says. So 13 hours um, for the November election. That's the last day that you can register. And the first day of early voting is going to be October 11th there. And if you go to BOE, so board of election, boe.morrowcountyohio.gov, you will find all of the important dates and information that you need. And I am looking for the latest, and I don't see that they've posted it yet. Uh, They've not posted the latest ballot. 
uh, and what's going to be on there. We do know that there will be two statewide issues. Um, I think, I don't know that either one of them is a constitutional amendment. Maybe one of them is, and the other one is just an issue, I think. I think they're just issues, yes. Um, uh, that will be on there, and then, of course, there's all kinds of um, election um, elected officials that will be up. So elected officials that will be up this time that are countywide elected officials, I believe, are going to be, let's see here, make sure that we get this correct because I'd hate to say that somebody's up and they're really not. Um, looks like Court of Common Pleas, his, nope, his term ends at the end of next year, so he won't be up. Um, looks like Jennifer Bernal, her term, she is the, uh, she, she his county court judge, but I can't remember, I think she does, what does she do, probate maybe? No, not probate, she does municipal I can't remember. Anyway. I'm not sure either. <laughs> um, I'll just I'll just stop while I'm ahead. But her term ends on December 31st of 2023, so she should be on there this year. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah. So, looks like there's um, some things that that was uh, updated last in March. So. Go on and look at the website. It gives you a lot of cool information, and they were hiring an IT guy. I don't know if they ever did, but you can also get information if you'd like to be a candidate uh, and run and try to make the change that you would like to see. That's always appreciated, and um, it takes a special person to step up and do that. Not everybody can do that or should do that, I guess is a backhand way to say that too. Uh, but again, it's boe.morrowcountyohio.gov. And you can find that information. So, Mr. Mike, anything else going on? Anything new? Anything that you want to share? Uh, yeah, actually, I can share something. Let me find the calendar here to make sure I have the right dates. Oh, well. <laughs> well, this weekend, we're going to have weekend number two for the Paw Patrol movie. At the movie theater, Friday, Saturday, it's at 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. And on Sunday, it's 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. It's gotten great reviews last weekend. And tickets are $3 and $4. And if you are interested in purchasing your your ticket early, you can visit uh, capitaltheatermg.square.site. Okay, I have a couple of things at Bryn Zion Baptist Church. Uh, first First of all, on October 13th, will be a movie night. If the weather is good, the movie will be shown outside. Uh, we're asking just anybody just wants to come see a movie, which is yet to be determined. It'll be a family-type movie. Uh, come, enjoy some refreshments. And that will be starting on October 13th at, I'm going to say 6 o'clock. I'm pretty sure that's right. And also, Bryn Zion Baptist Church will be having a revival going on October 15th. 16th and 17th. 15th is a Sunday, and it starts at 6 o'clock that night. And Monday and Tuesday, it starts at 7 p.m. And it's at, uh, you go out east of Mount Gilead on 42, and it's County Road 240. Um, You'll see a sign out there and turn right. And got some good speakers and some music coming for that. So a couple things coming up here in the very near future. Awesome. Well, Mike, I think it's time. Are you ready to go? Well, let's go. We should probably uh, put on our safety belts 
And I'm buying time here because I accidentally pushed the wrong button. Uh, <laughs> buckle our safety belts because it is time to flash back. The Morrow County History Center is now open for the season, Sunday afternoons, 2 to 4. New exhibits, new floor plan in the lobby for 2023. Experience Morrow County's past at the Morrow County History Center, Sunday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. All right, Mr. Mike. It's been a month. Refresh yes, yes. us on what we talked about last time. Well, we talked for two or three weeks about some uh, plane wreckage, uh, wrecks, that had happened in Morrow County over the years. And I was going to resume that. Uh, again, this information is put together by our old friend, Stan Sipe. So let's go to this one. He's got a title, Death Plunge from 2,500 Feet. The relative peace and quiet of the rural na- neighborhood in the vicinity of Franklin Township Road 120 and Morrow County Road 114 was broken at 2.26 p.m., two days after Christmas in 2006. That is when a Mooney M-20F airplane with two men aboard suddenly plunged into a wooded area on Township Road 121, just east of County Road 114. Both men died on impact. The weather in the area during the 2 o'clock hour on December 27, 2006, was cold but clear, according to information received from the airport in Marion. There were few clouds at the uh, 10,000-foot level. Witnesses told investigators from the National Transportation Safety Board that the aircraft appeared to be working fine until the crash. The ship was flying in a westerly direction when it suddenly lost altitude and impacted with trees that were 80 to 100 feet tall. Those were some big trees. Yeah, and that's pretty recent as well. You remember that? When was that again? Uh, 2006, December. One resident... One resident of uh, Township Road 121 stated that the aircraft, just before it crashed, was flying low enough to enable her to read the tail number N9596M. The pilot in command of the ship, a 61-year-old Knox County man, was recently retired as an airline pilot. He had just recently purchased the airplane because, according to his family, he wanted to keep flying. With the pilot in command on this fateful trip, was a 67-year-old certified flight instructor, also from Knox County. There was no identification, no indication that the two men had flown with each other prior to this day. This particular aircraft, a Mooney M20F, was a single-engine, low-wing, four-place airplane with retractable landing gear. The 61-year-old man had acquired this airplane just 16 days uh, prior to the accident, pages are not turning well here. On, he'd purchased it on December 11th of 2006. The two men took off from the airport in Mount Vernon around 12.45 p.m. They did not file a flight, a flight plan. One witness related that she saw the airplane go straight up and then come straight down. Another reported seeing it twist slightly prior to its rapid descent. Still another witness who heard the plane before seeing it stated that the engine seemed to be operating and that it was loud. Just prior to the loss of radar contact, the aircraft was flying at an altitude of 2,500 feet. The wreckage was removed to a hangar where all components of the aircraft were examined by the NTSB. 
there were no pre-existing mechanical malfunctions or failures needed, uh, noted by investigators. It appeared that the pilot in command lost control of the airplane, causing it to rapidly descend from 2,500 feet and crash into the wooded area. It was the first time that the pilot in command had flown the ship, which explains why the flight instructor was present. Autopsies on both men were performed two days later in Columbus. The cause of death of each was listed as extensive multiple blunt impacts, blunt impacts to the head, neck, and trunk and extremities with skeletal uh, viscural. What was that? Viscural and vascular injury. The Federal Aviation Administration's Aerospace Medical Institute performed forensic uh, toxicology on specimens from the pilot in command. All test results were negative. That's a bad accident. That was a very bad accident. Um, uh, That that one took up quite a bit of time. There are some more, and I I find this fascinating. I'm going to continue next week with some more. Uh, There are three more that are uh, listed here. Um, Plane plane crashes. It's been a long week. Plane crashes in Morrow County. So uh, we'll continue this next week. All right. Well, um, this day in history, 1957, and we're talking October the 4th in 1957, Sputnik was launched. I was not around then. I was three years from there. I don't know why I have. What is um, that? It's uh, oh, it's a Don Dish soap ad. Oh, yeah. At least it's a clean ad. (laughs) Ha 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 ha! Oh, that was just terrible, Mike. Something tells me that's not funny. All right. What does she know? (laughs) Um. Let's see here. In 1927, on October 4th, work begins on Mount Rushmore. And uh, let's see. It was a monumental uh, task. What were you doing on this night in 1990? 1990? Yeah. I I wouldn't have a clue. I'm sure you might have been one of those. What was that? Was that your phone? Yes, it was. Oh. Um. You might have been one of the several million people who watched the debut of Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, and one of the stars was from uh, Belleville, not too far from here. Yes. Uh, I knew her sister. Luke Perry. Yes. Um, I can't remember what his, uh, what was his character's name? I I wouldn't be able to tell you. I never watched that show. Let's see. I was too old for that. Um. On this day in um, 1937, blues singer Bessie Smith was killed in Mississippi in a car wreck. Um, Oh, she's buried, I'm sorry, on this day in 1937. Um, In 1944, General Eisenhower warns of the risk of shell shock. Mike, do you know what shell shock is? Isn't that when you have been in, in war and you come home and you hear certain sounds, they remind you of that? 
Yeah, so it says, on October 4th, 1944, General Dwight D. Eisenhower dis- uh, distributes to his combat units a report by the U.S. Surgeon General that reveals the hazards of prolonged exposure to combat. The danger of being killed or maimed imposes a strain so great that it causes men to break down. One look at the shrunken, apathetic faces of psychiatric patients sobbing, trembling, referring um, referring shudder- shudderingly to them to them shells and to uh, buddies mutilated or dead is enough to convince most observers of this fact. So my um, I think what we can link this to for today is more of the PTSD. It's it's along that same lines, and of course now we have a, a better understanding, but. I think I thought that was kind of a Im, important thing to share there. And let's see, there's one more hell, uh, one more here. In 1918, I thought this was kind of cool. 1918, on October 4th, Germany telega- telegraphs President Wilson seeking an armistice. I thought that was kind of cool. That you could telegraph at that time period. Like, we don't think about it, 1918, the ability to communicate from country to country. Right. Other than letter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't know about others, but um, I, I thought that was kind of a, a, another cool thing to share there. So, all right, Mr. Mike. Well, hang on. We've got to go back here. You ready? Let's go. You fastened in? Uh, hang on. Let me buckle. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Mr. Mike. Anything else you want to share today? Why we, uh, why we get ready to close this podcast out? Well, I want to tell you about this bunch of animals went into a restaurant. Okay. <laughs> a duck, a skunk, and a deer went out to dinner at a restaurant one night. When it came time to pay, the skunk didn't have a cent. The deer didn't have a buck, so they put the meal on the duck's bill. I'll give you that one. (laughs) All right. Oh, I hit the button twice. Sorry, you only deserved it once. Um, (laughs) Well, think about this, though. Think about this. Bread is like the sun. It rises in the yeast and sets in the waste. All right. Why did the scarecrow win an award, Mike? I don't know. Why did the Scarecrow win an award? Because he was outstanding in his field. Oh, come on. It's the perfect holiday for that, or the oh, season. Wow. <laughs> so there are two muffins baking in the oven. One muffin says to the other, Whew, is it getting hot in here or is it just me? The other muffin says, Ah, a talking muffin! Was there a punchline to that? Yeah, the ah, talking muffin. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> nothing? Are you? I, I, I'm, I'm not prepared tonight. It's been a long, a long week. And today's only Wednesday. Um, oh, what did the, uh, what did the uh, Buffalo mom say when her boy went off to school? I don't know. 
bison. bison. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike, you have some important news that you didn't share. But before we get to that, I want to say, why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil, Mike? There's no point to it. That's right. Now, you didn't tell everybody you're in a you're in a play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Billy. Mike and Wilson Bert. is going to be playing Bert and uh um, hey, <laughs> wrong, wrong Bert. Um He's going to be playing Uncle Billy and Bert in It's a Wonderful Life, Marlowe Little Theater's production that will be held on November 17th, 18th, and 19th at the Woods, formerly known as Handlebar Ranch on County yes. Road 76. Yes. Tickets will be available will be available soon, and um, it's going to be a pretty good show. Uh, we've got uh, Patrick Kelty playing George Bailey, and uh, – um, Stephen Goodman is coming back for a role. Aiden Moore, Heather Moore. Um, there are. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here, but there's a Zeger. lot of new faces too. Jamie Zeger. She's being typecast as an angel. See, you can't even say it without <laughs> laughing. You can't even say it without oh, laughing. Oh my! Okay, she's gonna listen to this, and she's gonna know. Like she's gonna know. I'm gonna get a text message because she's listening to this, and she's gonna say, "I am an angel." Um, she's yes, we did cast her as the angel um, because we didn't have another option um, for that. Um, but uh, Wayne All comes back to the stage. We have lots of teen girls that are gonna be filling the parts, um, but lots of new faces, Mike. Lots of new faces and some young faces that we've not seen before. So. Pretty excited about that. More information will be coming up about that from the morrowlittletheater.org page. You can also find us on Facebook at Morrow Little Theater. And, Mr. Mike, I think that's going to be it for us. Well, I want to tell you about my, my trip to the park the other day. Hang on. Let me get the crickets ready. Well, I got thrown out of the local park because I was arranging the squirrels by height. They don't like me critter-sizing. Wow. On that, folks, I think I'm going to do you all a favor, and we're going to end the podcast there. Sorry it took us so long to get back, folks, but until next time, be nice to each other, be kind to each other. You never know what battle someone's fighting. <laughs>